Welcome, boys and ghouls, to another mini-hute of Halloween is Forever. I am Brian. I'm Kate. Who the fuck is Kate? Where's Meg? What have you done with Meg and Steve? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, we've got a very special uh, series of mini-sodes here throughout uh, the holiday season. Um, the next few episodes, we are going to, you know, people are traveling, people are decking halls, and people are nogging and doing all manner of things they do during the holidays. So uh, Meg and uh, and Steve and myself, we decided we're going to do kind of solo episodes with, with other guests, uh, which we thought would be fun. Now, um, as Meg just texted me, I have so many Swedish goodies for our next, and she literally just texted me <laughs> as we were saying that. Um, but we are going to have uh, uh, we are going to have different guests on, um, and we're going to kind of host these individual record and host these individual episodes kind of solo, which should be a fun change of pace. Also, my kids want to come on and talk about the Nightmare Before Christmas, but we are going to do that here in a quick second. But otherwise, my co-host this week is my tremendously lovely wife, Kate, who you've all heard about on a number of occasions. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I know you can tell by your face you're very excited to be here. Uh, for those of you who are who are new to the show, uh, we do these little kind of fun mini-sodes in between our big uh, showdown episodes for the month. And Kate comes up quite often because she has to um, tolerate some of these absolute horseshit movies uh, that we uh, we task ourselves with watching for the show. And she's a good sport about it. I mean, she. I, I like to think, correct me if I'm wrong, you have in recent years become a, a little bit of a horror fan no <laughs> or no okay no, no i no. haven't okay well that's all right um just thought maybe i was just wishful thinking there i don't know um you tolerate horror movies yes, yes. <laughs> that my would be... tolerance has built though. yes your tolerance has built maybe that's a, a, a more fair way of saying it but uh in any case this time around so this is what we're actually going to do over the next few episodes there's a there is a film uh which this was a uh, a ballsy pick because none of us had seen it, but we decided there is a film that came out in 2019. Um, it is entitled Death Sember, and some of you may have seen it, and some of you may not have. I had not seen it. Um, I will read you the synopsis of Death Sember uh, real quick here because I think it does a, a fairly good job of explaining. Wait, no, that's not it. That that movie's from 1999. Let's see here. Death Sember. I had it up. I Googled something else. Um, and you should have come better prepared. Yeah, I know. Listen, this <clears> is the this is literally the story of this of this fucking show. <laughs> All right, Death Sember. 2019 horror movie, a collection of 24 films that take a look at the dark side of the festive season. 24 international directors with the most diverse ideas and styles linked by a short animated segment uh, that deal with the advent calendar itself. Kind of. The last part really actually no, doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> I think they just watched the first one. And... <laughs> yeah, there was an advent calendar in the first one. Yeah, so so there are 24 short films. There is a, a very weak little wraparound where it looks like it's a PlayStation 2 game <laughs> where they just like have little items, which we'll talk about here in a second. But there are 24 of these of, of these short films, you know, 
what three minutes a piece ish give or take um you know anywhere between like you know three to five minutes i would say but we were tasked with watching the first eight and talking about them which is what we're going to do here today um just real quick before we get into it overall thoughts on the film <laughs> the eight films we had to watch um, one word one word to describe awful <laughs> yeah that's not great um yeah they're not great some of them were kind of fun uh, we'll get into it listen we'll, we'll get into it here in a second i have a lot to say yeah yeah we, we have copious notes and you've written yours out handwritten them uh uh and you have uh, several pages i have uh, of course as normal my my shitty notes in my in my phone uh but we'll get into that in a second because we got a couple of things to announce right off the top before i forget and that first thing is We've decided what our January showdown episode is going to be. So um, if you recall, last week, or what was the week before? Oh, no, it was last week because we put out the, uh, the the call to action in terms of voting uh, to pick our showdown episode for January. The choices that were provided by, uh, by our faithful wheel gave us uh, the options of uh, musical horror movies, uh, best Hitchcock films, and uh, what we thought was going to be the dark horse, which was back to school, which is just any, you know, horror flick that's kind of generally revolves around uh, an academic setting, I suppose. Uh, and uh, we were surprised to find out back to school won fairly handily on Twitter and Instagram. So we're going to be doing back to school. We will announce uh, in the coming weeks what our picks are going to be um, for that episode. So if you want to watch along with us before the episode comes out, you certainly can. Also, uh, if you want to vote on these types of things in the future, if you want to suggest topics, if you want to just interact with us and, you know, see some spooky, spooky ass content on a weekly or daily basis, generally, um, Check us out on the on the Instagram at, at Halloween is forever on Twitter. It's at Hallow forever uh, and uh, at Hallow forever pod. I think I never get it right. And usually Meg and Steve are here to just correct me. Um, but I'm flying uh, uh, solo in terms of uh, the, the normal host here. So uh, if I'm wrong, you know, just go on the fucking app and search Halloween is forever. It's not rocket science. Halloween is forever podcast on Facebook. I think the TikTok is at Halloween is forever pod and then Halloween is forever pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Um, so with that out of the way, let's talk about first of all, listen, we got some alcoholic beverages here at, at, per use. Uh, what do you what do you drink? You know, we normally talk about the beers. I, you've, you've listened to the show. You're familiar with the show? Yes, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. You've listened, listened to, to a few. one and a half episodes. Yeah. Um, what uh, uh, what did you bring to the table this evening? Well, I'm a basic bitch, <laughs> and I will be drinking truly because I don't really like beer very much. Yeah, I, I mean you're awful few. for other reasons, but I, this is this is the. I have yeah. a few that I like. Yeah, but we didn't have any no. of those, so no. I am drinking truly. Yeah, you fuck with the truly. wild berry. You fuck with a, with the, you fuck with the truly mix pack quite I like, a bit. I like the truly mix pack. Yes, I mm -hmm. do not like white claw, but I do like truly. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. you're very particular about your your uh, alcoholic yes. seltzers. I'm going to crack it open actually. Yeah, I have uh, from beautiful Cinderland's Beer Company here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a beer called a lot of sap. Uh, and it is a West Coast style holiday double IPA. Um, it's looking pretty clear. It's very aromatic. Uh, it's brewed with sweet orange peel, spruce tips, and then Cascade, uh, Citra Cryo hops, uh, Eldorado, 
and Idaho 7. So dry hopped, you know, uh, West Coast double IPA with orange peel and spruce tips. Kate uh, just took a little sip of it. Your face tells a tale. <clears throat> I'm not going to I don't know why you would even think that you would like that beer. I don't like hops at all. Yeah, so you grab the double IPA and take a big swig. I always try to sip. I always try to sip. and I'm sure it's a very good beer for what it is. I don't enjoy it yeah i i I like um i like spruce beers i like beers with with uh with you know piney hop character on their own and then you add a little bit of spruce tips which it's there it's pronounced but it's not overpowering and weird and waxy and yucky um it's actually really nice i usually really hate anything pine it always tastes like soap yeah but that is not overwhelming in that aspect it's surprising here you say that Mm -hmm. because it is pretty it is pretty but also all hops taste like pine to me yeah and soap. In all fairness. You're yes, very soap, sensitive. Soap. You have whatever that gene is that makes yeah. cilantro taste like yes, soap as yep. well. Um, you're just hor- horribly flawed. I just only like bland things. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we joke about the uh, your your family's famous uh, recipe for mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's, it's just potatoes. Potatoes boiled in water <laughs> and then drain the water. And then mash them. And then smush them up. That's it. There's no salt. There's, There's no, no salt. butter. There's no fat at all. No cream, no butter, no nothing. Yeah. Just potatoes. Yeah. Um, mashed. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly simple recipe. Before we get into these these uh, eight, I'm going to go out on a limb and say just gems of short movies. Sure, sure. <laughs> I wish that we had a webcam because Kate's eyes are rolling I don't have the a... whole way around to the back of her brain. I don't have a good poker face. <laughs> no, you don't. We picked uh, we picked it just something that's right up your alley. Before we get into that though, let's uh, we we have a little uh, a little segment I thought was fun and and cute and funny with uh, with our two daughters um, talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas because they are five and seven years old and they do not watch horror movies. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not true. We went we took them to see Frankenstein at the at yeah, uh, Halloween the original, time. Yeah, yeah. That one's yeah, but uh, they did. It, they were confused about a dead girl, though, and I was not aware that that was part of the movie. So for all of you people out there about to send CYS after us, no, I they, did not know about it. Listen, you tell them right off the bat, this isn't a movie. They're actors. It's not real. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of conversations about um, about Boris Karloff and about the makeup and, mm-hmm. and how they make him look bigger than he is and all that stuff. And they love the the kind of movie magic aspect of it. So they're, you know, they're not, they're smart kids and they don't think it's like real or anything like that. They but, did think there was way too much talking. Yes. There wasn't enough action. Yeah. Our five-year-old just sat there and ate popcorn, very bored. And I was like, you know, what do you think so far? She was like, a lot of talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are... 30s movies are not fast-paced enough for children nowadays, uh, we have come to learn. In any case, uh, let's go over to uh, the little segment that I did with them, and uh, they want to talk about their favorite Christmas horror uh, movie. I'll say that in quotes. The Great Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, welcome, boys and ghouls. We've got uh, a special little guest, for couple of little guests for you today. Uh, I have mentioned, I think I mentioned this on the last mini, so I don't remember if I did or not, but I promised these couple of little buttheads a long time ago when we first started the podcast back in the summer, um, my two girls, uh, my two daughters said, I want to, Daddy, when can we be on the podcast? And I said, well, what are you going to talk about? We talk about horror movies. It's not stuff, you know, that kids watch. And 
they said, well, let's talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, which is one of their favorite movies. So we decided let's wait for the Christmas episode and then you guys were one of the uh, December episodes to talk about this. So um, so I guess without further ado, why don't you two uh, uh, introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Maeve. I'm seven. <laughs> okay. I'm Maggie. How old are you, Maggie? Ten. How old are you? Five. Maggie's five. So Maeve's seven, Maggie's five. So their experience with horror movies, not not a lot of experience yet. Although we did, um, around uh, Halloween time, we did uh, go see your first scary movie in the theater. What did we see? Frankenstein. Did you, did you like Frankenstein? I loved it. What did you think, Mag? Um, a little creepy, a little boring. Yeah, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maggie, um, sort of thought it was a little boring, and she, just because it was a re- almost 100 years old, she, sa- she said there was a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah. That was you that said there was a lot. No, because, yeah, you said, uh, you said to me, I said, what do you think about it? And you said, um, it's okay. A lot of talking. <laughs> you were more interested in the popcorn and the candy. I was too. Yeah, you both were. But it was super fun though, wasn't it? Spooky Halloween thing to do. Now, but we're not talking about Halloween, you buttholes. <laughs> we are talking about uh, a little film called The Nightmare Before Christmas. How many times do you think that you guys have watched The Nightmare Before Christmas? A uh, hundred times. You think a hundred times? A billion. <laughs> I don't know about a billion, but you guys watch it a lot. You guys have watched it probably six or eight times just this year, I would bet. Probably. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so here, do you ha- guys have any guesses what year The Nightmare Before Christmas came out? I have no idea. Um, I bet, like, when my dad was, like, um, what, 15? That's not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. It was a little bit earlier than that. It came out in 1993. Um, were you alive? Yeah, I was alive. What year do you think I was born? Mm-hmm. Do you don't know what year I was born? No. I know I, what year I was born. How old am I now? Uh, 36. Okay. Well, I'm not going to make you do the math right now, but no. I was like, I was eight years old when it came out. And Uncle Danny was six years old when Grandma took me and Uncle Danny to go see it in the theaters. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thanks for the sarcastic response. Did you forget jerk? Um, all right. So, uh, so, oh, do you guys remember me telling you what? Who is the voice, the singing voice of Jack Skellington? I do not remember that. Do you remember, Maggie? I think, but I don't know. Do you have any guesses? So, I remember you telling us, but I forget. (laughs) I don't know anybody's name. Well, (laughs) remember, who sings um, Weird Science and Dead Man's Party? I have no idea. Remember the name of the band you thought was really funny? Oh, I know. 
Oingo Boingo. Yes, it's Danny Elfman, who you guys know from the uh, lead singer. They, my kids are really into Oingo Boingo for some reason. Um, our mom loves the band too. Yeah, yeah, we're we're fans. We're fans. Um, all right. So, what is your favorite thing? Don't don't rub your butt on the table. What is your favorite part? Maeve, you can go first. What's your favorite thing about The Nightmare Before Christmas? My favorite thing is when Jack, I, when he finds out about the Christmas town. Like when he first discovers, he goes through the tree and sees everything at, in Christmas town? Yes. What's, is there any part in that scene that you really, really like or you think is fun? When he falls into the pile of snow. Yeah, when he goes into the snow and you can see, yeah, that's pretty funny because he's he's like skinny and he falls in, he like sinks really far and then sits up. Yeah. All right, Mag, what's your favorite part? Um, the, the end part. The part at the end when, um, like at the very end, when when Santa uh, uh, gets rid of all the, the mean toys and gives them good toys? The part when um, Jack and Sally go up on the hill and do the thing that they did. Oh, you mean um, when it snows in Halloween Town? You like the romantic parts. <laughs> Mag, he always likes the romantic parts. What do you think about that? <laughs> no comment. All right. Um, so, who who are your favorite characters in the movie? Um, probably Sally. Yeah. Why do you like Sally? Whoops! I just dropped the. I just dropped our candy. You go get that. Here, Maggie. You go. What, who's your favorite character? Jack. Why do you like Jack so much? Um. I just like skeletons. You just like skeletons? Yeah, yeah. What did uh, uh, what did we dress up as for Halloween this year, me and Maeve? Um, skeleton? Yeah, yeah, wasn't that tricky of a question. Um, so, sorry, you like Sally. I know, you want to eat this candy. We're going to eat it in a second. What is, um, <laughs> what is your... Uh, what, why do you like Sally? <laughs> Stop dabbing for one second, Meg. <laughs> I like Sally because um, how long her hair is and how she can um, like sew herself back together, not die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's um, you have uh, a little, you guys have a little Sally costume too that you like to dress up in, don't you? Yeah, I don't really like to dress up in it. I like the look of it, but it's very itchy and I don't really wear it that much. I'm not that into Nightmare Before Christmas as much as Halloween Town. Yeah, you like Halloween Town and you like, um, what did, we watched Nightmare Before Christmas after this. I bet some of the people on here know about Halloween Town. Do you, do you like Halloween Town? Um, kind of. It's not your favorite though? My, yeah, it's not my favorite. My favorite um, one is the fourth one where she gets the necklace. Yeah, is that like Halloween High or whatever? Return to Halloween High or something? I think? Yeah, that's what I think We're that not might be. About that movie. Yeah, you're right. We're not talking about it. Stop, shut up and stop talking about Halloween Town. <laughs> All right, what's your least favorite thing? If there's something you don't like about Nightmare Before Christmas, what is it? The worst part I hate the most is <laughs> when. The, the little dummies, uh, I don't know their names, um, uh, sing. You're talking about the trick-or-treaters? Yeah, yeah, when they sing the song. You don't like that song? Yeah, the dummies do that. That's not your favorite song? 
Mag, what's your what's your least favorite part? I think it is what Maeve said. That song, yeah, you guys aren't a big fan of that song, are you? Uh, <laughs> that was a beautiful song. I do not like the fa- the trucker treaters at all. Yeah, you know what don't you like about them? Do you think they're scary? are very creepy what wait, wait what other scary movies do you like is there any other scary movies that you like um i love um halloween halloween town yeah and hocus pocus i love hocus pocus too my favorite part of hocus pocus is when um they meet the guy that got turned into a cat yeah i didn't ask you what your favorite part of hocus pocus was don't scream into the microphone, you psycho. Um, what's what's one of your favorite scary movies? Or or maybe just Halloween stuff or spooky stuff. What do you like, Mag, besides this? I, I, I don't really have any more um, favorite movies. I just have... Um, I just have Nightmare Before Christmas. That's my only favorite. Well, okay, so sit down, Mag. Or sit down, maybe. My gosh. Okay. Okay, now. What is your favorite... Christmas. It doesn't have to be spooky. What's your favorite Christmas show or movie? Hmm. Let me think. Um, probably. <laughs> this is a hilarious one. So, guys, there's there's um a Christmas special from England. Called, yeah, yeah. It's called it's called the Snowman. <laughs> you just just actually, I just there, discovered this there. and watched it for the first time this year, and so did you. They um they they just there's like a little boy who blows builds a snowman and he and then they just go to a party in the woods and then everyone just snowman just come and then they all chug beer. (laughs) No, they they drink champagne. Okay, so what is the other funny part that you guys were cracking up at the snowman? So this is a British special for those of you guys who haven't heard of this. I think it's streaming free on Tubi. It's apparently very, very popular in um, in England, and I just discovered it this year, and we've watched it a few times. What was the other really funny part you guys are cracking up about? Oh, Ma- hold, hold on, let Maggie answer this one. I don't um, the, what the one he he doesn't even have any underwear on. He he just pulls his pants on and she his butt. <laughs> There's a little part where he gets out of bed and when he realizes it snows and then changes into his clothes to run out in the snow and he takes his pajamas off and they thought it was absolutely hilarious that he didn't have any underwear on and you see his little butt cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like really funny because his butt cheeks are like the littlest butt cheeks in the whole entire world. <laughs> little tiny butt cheeks. That's what you, that's what I call you guys, little tiny butt cheeks. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, a couple more quick things before we wrap this segment up with you turds. Um, very important question. Are you ready for it? Yeah! Do you think that The Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Oh, they both just started. Just they're very pensive. Oh, I know. Um, I think it's more Halloween because, like, the main character is Halloweeny. That's a good argument. I, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. Maggie, what do you think? Christmas. Why do you think it's a Christmas movie? Um, be, um, because um, Jack dresses up and. It's, it's a Halloween and Christmas movie. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that, too. But if you had to pick one, you'd say it was a Christmas movie? Yeah. Because it gives you some of them Christmas feels? 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Don't pound on the table, you weirdos. Okay. So we have one more order of business here for this for this segment with these two little squids. So they are going to help me with this week's mini sewed uh, uh, snack situation here. Neither of these little goons can deal with any amount of spicy food at all. Um, so we're not going to do spices, but we are going to do some some seasonal uh, uh, snacks here. We have. You guys remember when we did the Halloween dots, the ghost dots? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So this time we are going to do Christmas dots. They're, so they have like, there's red and there is green. The green is, um, I think it might be lime. And then the red is cherry. And then the top is vanilla because it's white. Yes, exactly right. So um, here, I'll dump some out here. And then we could try which, whoa, I dumped a lot of them out. All right. So first of all, what do they smell like, Maggie? They kind of smell really good, but I can't describe the smell. Yeah, they smell kind of vanilla-y, actually. They almost smell like cake frosting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Which one are you going to try first? Which, which color should we all try first? Um, I think we should try the green. You, you agree, Mag? Okay, let's all get a green one. Mm. Give it a taste. I love it. It tastes like, um, the green part tastes like um, very uh, fresh, and it tastes very sweet. Those are good descriptors. What do you think, Mag? Um, I like the lime part. Yeah. The vanilla, you smell it, but then when you taste it, it readily just kind of tastes like lime, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Like a lime dot. It's good. Yeah. It's gumdrops. Well, they do look like gumdrops, but the the brand is Dots. I didn't know that Dots are made by the same people who make Tootsie Rolls. Isn't that exciting? What? <laughs> what do you think, Mag? Pretty good? Yeah. Do you like the lime or the cherry better, Mag? Cherry. Yeah. Maeve, what do you like better? The lime, but I think that the cherry tastes exactly like cherries. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Here. I, now here. Here. I have a. I have a, an idea. How about we grab one of each and try them together? One green, one red. Mm. And mommy's not home, so we're gonna eat all the candy. <laughs> no, don't. She probably wants to try them. So actually, shut grandma, up, grandma. <laughs> grandma wants to try them because she loves dots. Okay. Try these two together. What do you think about them together? Um. Those so <laughs> Your mouth a little full. I'm just. Trying to be funny, and they <laughs> taste like vanilla together. I think that's why tops are supposed to be vanilla. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, <clears throat> now we've talked about the Nightmare Before Christmas. We've tried our dots. I think it is time. You guys want to make some hot chocolate with what do we have over here that we're going to enjoy tonight? Hot chocolate bombs. Hot chocolate bombs. Oh. And our our grandma and pap. Our grandparents, one of our grandparents, mm -hmm. um, their friend gave them something from a bakery, and it was these very fancy hot chocolate bombs, and there's four of them for each of us. Well, there's four total, one of them for each of us. Yeah, so we, we get to enjoy those tonight. They There's like one with like a candy heart on top. It's pretty cool. So I'm going to try the one that looks like it has like 
chunks of chocolate on top. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our little candy cane stirs here, which Mac brought over. Exciting stuff, <laughs> you freaking bums. All right. Jamming all of the dots in your mouth, as usual. Do we have any... Um, do we have any closing thoughts? Are you guys excited about Christmas? Yeah! What about you, Meg? I hope I'm on a naughty list. Did you just fart? I hope I'm on a naughty list so I get some coal to make a snowman. You want the... Oh, yes. This is your master plan. You want coal because you want to use it to make the buttons for a snowman. I know we have charcoal. I know we have charcoal. Yeah. We used charcoal before. Well, you know what? That's a heck of a sacrifice just to get some coal. You're going to be naughty all year long and get no presents just so you can get coal? Yeah, I want to get coal so I can. Well, just for a present. If I'm on a nice list, then I'll just get coal for a present. And I'll get some other stuff like a keyboard. And if I'm on a naughty list, I'm fine if I get coal because there's always next year. <laughs> you are too much. All right. Wait, I can't uh, Yeah, so you want to say any, any final thoughts from you, Butchie? Um, I am mostly excited for Christmas because I love when, I don't know if they're coming over this year. We, um, went to their house, um, this spring, right? Who are you talking about? Our Aunt Kate and Uncle Danny. We were just at their house for Thanksgiving, which was just a few weeks ago. (laughs) Um, so we are, um, we might have them over for Christmas morning. Yeah, well, they're going to come the day after Christmas, actually, which is exciting because we'll do have a little second Christmas when they get here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's wrap this up, you goons. Do you want to say, do you want to say, do you want to say Merry Christmas? Wait, Merry Merry Christmas. Try one more time, you doofuses. Try to try to say, use all your brain power and say it together. Ready? Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye. Yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast, buttheads. I like that it's now your podcast, not Daddy's podcast, <laughs> not Meg and Steve's podcast. It's your podcast now. <laughs> All right, get out of here. That was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Cute, endearing, fun, just dad of the year material over here um thank you uh if you cannot stand kid they are very cute children so if you have children or you like children uh you may have enjoyed that if not you fast forward right through it because you were like why do i want to listen to this these fucking people's kids <laughs> talk about the movies but um uh they had a, a lot a lot of fun with it and uh, and they obviously uh were thrilled to help out with the uh with the snack review portion of uh, of the show as well and now they'll stop bothering you to be on the podcast yeah hopefully. no that's no. no all they did was open a can of worms yeah, right. they're gonna want to be right. on every fucking episode yeah. now but i'm gonna keep telling them um they haven't earned it Okay. They're not professionals. They're very unprofessional. <laughs> they were. They could not stop looking at the levels on the recording software. They thought that was very funny. They screamed in the microphone twenty times. I'm sure Steve <laughs> editing this is was just furious. <laughs> the show, from a technical standpoint, things are going to go awry. Um, for those of you new to show, Steve is the only one who actually is a professional at that sort of thing, um, and he takes care of all of that. But in any case, Steve's not here. When 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 the cat's away, the mice will play. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into this fucking movie uh, from 2019. I'm not really going to talk a lot about the directors everything because there's 24 movies. And uh, we're not going to get into the directors. They're like three minutes long. Um, but you can look them up on online if you feel so inclined. But um, so 
I should explain. Uh, when you jump into it, there is, again, this like, at the very beginning, there is this uh, this kind of like uh, drone shot type of type of thing. I don't know if it's CGI or not. You kind of tell it's very snowy landscape. If it is, it looks fine. But it is this kind of drone shot thing that then kind of uh, 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 zooms. zooms in to a a graveyard, a wintry graveyard scene that is, uh, I guess, um, Simpsons-y Halloween kind of in that sense. But I'm going to give my own, well, one of two compliments. Yeah, of for the movie. whole movie. Yeah. So, well, we remember, we only watched the I only watched the first eight. Yeah. The I rest of them might be masterpieces. Yeah, but I'm never going to watch them, <laughs> ever, even if they are. Um, I liked the music. Yeah, yeah. They seems I like was, they did a decent was job. It holiday-y enough yeah. Yeah. and just a tiny bit creepy. Yeah. And I really liked the music. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of something you would hear in like a Harry Potter type yeah, situation or did, something like that. It was very Harry Potter-ish, which is probably why. That's I probably why you like it because <laughs> yeah. you're a child. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love that you're on like your best behavior. You're trying know. to be so like polite and nice. I, I can let loose if you'd like. That's fine. We can, <laughs> we can go there. Um, all right. So so there are there is kind of like the, the, this wraparound. Like I said, they zoom into this this kind of, I guess, somewhat dilapidated spooky house with a christmas tree upside down yeah the yeah the tree's upside down you it's, think that it's right side up i know then, Whoa, what a fucking twist down, yeah. but it's it's just this very um cliche-ish type of like if it was christmas in silent hill or something like that type of uh type of cgi imagery like i said it looks like a a, a playstation 2 game i felt like they were pretty unapologetic about it though i almost kind of liked it yeah, they were just like this. It is what it is, this kind is of thing. This is what it is, and I liked. I liked finding all the little things in each movie, mm -hmm. all the things that they start with, all the yeah. items in the room that like yeah. correspond to each movie. Right. I liked looking for them because they were somewhere in each movie. Yeah. Some of them are way more obvious than others, but right. Um, it is kind of like yeah. So that's what they do is they kind of zoom in on and like focus in on one particular just item that's in the room, and uh, yeah, and that's how they they kind of intro that and then it'll come up and then they'll show the the, the title of that pretty they don't always start with the title but most of them they do and then they just kind of jump right into these short films so i always i also really liked um the fact that there wasn't like a stupid story or dialogue that um like introduced each short in the wraparound story. see I, I love a good no, wraparound no Every anthology I've ever watched that is the worst. No, part. it's not. Yes, it is. Body Bags, it is a pleasure. Remember the one with John Carpenter and he's the like ghoulish mortician and he's doing a bunch of puns and shit? It's terrible. No, it's not. It's funny. I like, just give me the next story. I don't care uh, about anybody else. You haven't seen Mortuary Collection either. That has a fun wraparound. Okay. Well. I liked that I didn't have to worry about any other like intro story or <laughs> stupid people segueing into things. Like it just was very all out there on the table. This is what it is. And, yeah. Yeah. It was you like quick. it cut and dry. I like it quick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see her face. She just stared at something. <laughs> well, I you're realized, in luck, sister. I realized what I said after I said it, and now it's now on podcast. Land you're a forever. lucky gal. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, as you like to say, in any case, <laughs> in any case, Jesus Christ, I say it way too much. Yes, I know. You do. The first one. Let's get in the first one. Yeah. So this is the one that actually pertains to an advent calendar. Yes. And the item they zoom in on is in fact an an advent calendar, but it is called. Um, uh, a door too far. Mm -hmm. 
So I'll give a quick little synopsis uh, of them and then we'll talk about it, little individual parts if they're worth talking about. Some of these you're gonna learn very quickly are more worth talking about than others. Yes. Um, this one, yeah, they didn't, I wouldn't say they started out with the A material. <laughs> this one's kind of fucking dumb. Um, but so it just starts out, there's this kid, teenager, kind of kid and he's just tearing into it one of those classic advent calendars kind of like the one in uh, bad santa you know where where the kid opens it reads a little thing and eats the chocolate out of it but he's of course just ripping each day open and just aggressively jamming the chocolates in his mouth just it's all over his face he's just being a little slob bastard then he eats them all sees the other one on the wall which is assumed is you you learn belongs to his sister his younger sister and he tears that one open and eats it the whole way on the way to school tosses it like over his shoulder like he's just a total shitbird um and then he walks into this uh this shop this kind of bodega i would say very holiday themed bodega though it's like the hallmark movie of bodega yeah a, cre a creepy deli slash bodega that yeah belongs in a hallmark christmas movie he walks in steals starts eating the chocolates out of another one on the shelf without paying for it and then this old guy kind of confronts him um and uh he's a creepy like mystical old guy who starts like rubbing like a, a pentagram Christmas necklace. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to understand they can't see your face. <laughs> so her face is telling the tale. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but they, um, so they uh, he puts a spell on him. Right. Um, so did you have the subtitles on for that? Yes, yes. Because I was not aware that I would have to watch it in subtitles. Yeah, yeah. I didn't and realize these were all foreign so for the most part either. After this one, I turned on subtitles, but I didn't care enough about what he said to rewind <laughs> to go back. and watch it with subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So uh, He basically just said something. The old guy said something to him like, your sister's wasn't enough for you or okay. something like that. I forget exactly what the line was, but it was something like that. And the kid's like, oh, get bent dickweed and like oh. pushes him that's it those are like the only okay. lines and then um and then you cut to him sleeping and he's having like a <laughs> he's having like a very restless sleep and then he's just this like uh, just he is chocolate is he chocolate or it looks like he just laid in chocolate he looks like he no, pulled oh it's definitely like pulling on his face but it just looks like sticky chocolate like he fell asleep on a piece of like weird well, sticky chocolate. I, no, I feel like that's because the budget's really bad and that's yeah, yeah. like what it came out looking like. Yeah, but yeah. I think he's supposed to have turned into chocolate. Yes, that is definitely what they're supposed to have yeah. happen. But it reminded me of we we tease my brother because his favorite thing to do, especially <laughs> when we were in college, was make a sandwich and then fall asleep with it in his hand or on his chest in his bed and roll around in it. And then he would wake up in the morning, hung over just with mustard all over his bed uh, when he was in college. And this is almost like what he did, but with like some sticky chocolate something or other. But yes, they are definitely trying to uh, say like, you know, he is turning into chocolate. You're kind of like, is is he getting chocolate on himself while he's sleeping? And then you realize, you know, no, sir, he is turning into chocolate. And then he wakes up and and he wakes up with the door of one of the advent calendar, like doors opening, and he's inside the advent calendar. And uh, his sister, he is now made of chocolate and his sister eats him. I totally missed that. Really? That last part, yes. No, you didn't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I stopped 
I, I don't know how I missed it, though. You were probably looking at your phone. I probably was. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You but missed the sister eating the chocolate? I, I saw the sister eating the chocolate. I missed that he was in the advent calendar. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you blink, you miss it kind of thing. Or you probably were looking at your phone. Because I heard him screaming, though. I yeah. thought he was screaming from the bedroom. Or was he screaming from inside the advent calendar? He was in I the advent look- calendar. Yeah. 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 He was in He was in the advent calendar. Okay. Sorry. I missed that. Yeah. but And then he comes out, and then he's a little chocolate boy. And she eats him. Okay. Yeah. Also, I did this with an advent calendar <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? The cheese one? No, it was the chocolate one. That, oh, yes. That our, our sister-in-law gave us. Yeah. Um, I ate all 24 pieces <laughs> in one sitting. But like, yeah. my question for this You're a garbage is, person. Yeah, like, we yeah, get it. of course I am. Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the cheese advent calendar no, that we got from cheese- Aldi where... 40, like, of, of the 24, 25 days, you know, uh, like, 14 of them were Gouda. Yeah. <laughs> they were just different. But Goudas. those, it was the opposite, because we would take each piece out, and we would cut it into four tiny little pieces, yeah. so that all four of us, us and our kids can eat them. Yeah, like a thumb-sized yeah. piece of cheese we would split like, four Kate ways. Like, Kate happened to have my, our sister-in-law, Kate, mm-hmm. also, she also named, <laughs> the same name as me, yeah. um, happened to have, like, this advent calendar that she wasn't going to use, and... I ate all 24 pieces in one sitting. Nice. But I have a question. Did this happen to you? No. Okay. No, nobody ate me. I yeah. did not turn in. I did not, in fact, turn into chocolate. Okay, okay. Um, fair enough. But I don't know. So I have two questions. Yes. Why didn't he wipe his mouth before leaving the house? His, he just had chocolate he's all over just the place. A, he's just a rat. He's and just two, a shit bird. Just buy a bigger fucking candy bar. Yeah. Like, uh, why, what's so why special about those chocolates? Yeah, why go through the effort of opening each one of those little individual doors when you could just go buy a giant bag of M&Ms or something? I took it as he was kind of liking the, the meanness of it, too. Like, he was a real, just a dickhead. Mm, okay. I don't I don't know. I'm reading it. Listen, I'm probably giving it too you much credit. You are giving it a lot of credit. Yeah, this sucks. The fact that we're talking about this one for so long is really, um, really, it doesn't deserve this well, much dialogue. Well, it says a lot about the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, let's get into number two. Okay. Um, with that being said. <laughs> no, in any case. Oh, that's what I say. In any yes. case. Uh, I can't even get the, the, the phrase that I overuse right. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one, they zoom in. It's a bell, right? And the uh, title, this is my favorite title of these eight, All Sales Fatal. Did you notice that? I hated it. <laughs> I love the title. It's great. I hated it so much. <laughs> Um, so you go up and it's like, a, you know, you're outside a, a, a store and um, there's a Santa out there ringing the bell asking for donations for the poor or whatever. And this jerk ass, super rude woman comes up and is just super rude to him as she walks in the door. They're painting a picture of her as just like the biggest jerk in the world. She's very impatient and rude. She's trying to return something and she doesn't have a receipt. She's being rude to everyone there. And uh, the guy tells her the clerk tells her no you're i can't return it without the receipt and she gives a very strong fuck you yeah right to him yeah uh which was which was oh i always appreciate a good fuck you um and uh then goes outside she's raging she goes outside screams freaks out she grabs the bell off the santa and comes in and just clocks the rent the 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 clerk in the head with the bell and just splits his head open um and then 
he comes out with a present and tries to go like steel chair on her back like you know like sean michaels like, stuff. it was like a jc penny box yeah yeah it was like a, it was like a shirt box yeah, yeah, yeah like it would hurt at all but then she's like outraged that he did that yeah, yeah. after she smacked him in the head and made him bleed split with the bell, his head open with the bell i can only assume her name is karen yeah right? she yeah, yeah they're definitely trying to play this this is a karen this... and then he is definitely playing david from schitt's creek Yes, it does 100%. feel like he was leaning yeah. into that character yeah, yeah. a little bit. You're right. Um, but then this whole like giant melee ensues. <laughs> um, and also she starts shooting him in the face with a staple gun. Straight up Home Alone too. Uh, yeah, but as if it was a nail gun, like yeah. it's lodging in his head. And I was like, that's not how a staple gun works. No. That's not a nail gun. It's a staple gun. Mm -mm. Um, but she's shooting staples into his face. Um, <laughs> and then they exchange shiving each other with pens. Pens? Like, Wow. <laughs> They stuck close to the like only weapons that are there in the retail environment. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was true to what would be accessible. Yeah, to nobody them. has like a machete behind yeah. the counter at Did the store. Did you ever have any kids in your class in like grade school stab their hands with pencils? Yeah, like really one, sharp pencils. One time, I um, had a pen in my pocket, and this was in like high school, and we were trying to do that thing where you like do a handstand up against the wall and then do like handstand push-ups you know what i'm talking about as one does yeah, yeah yeah we were just goofing off you know grab ass in the halls and i did that and when i came down you know i leaned down it's almost looked like like uh uh joe pesci in uh home alone 2 where he <laughs> puts his head in the toilet and it explodes because he put the flammable stuff and yeah. everything's on fire and then i was kind of doing one of those and then when i came down obviously i bent at the waist and the pen that was in my pocket stuck like an inch into my thigh an inch like a half an inch that's an exaggeration it was bleeding like crazy so i didn't <laughs> think i didn't think you could actually stab somebody with a pen i was there was blood running down my leg huh all yeah. right well i guess this is more credible than i thought Th that's what i'm saying this is maybe my favorite one um no it's like my second favorite one in any case uh oh, i'm very curious to see which one is your favorite yeah we'll decide at the end which one we think you we might convince each other otherwise but this whole melee ensues they stat they shiv each other with pens a bunch of times and then they're laying there bleeding out on the floor and she the the woman <laughs> leans over finds the receipt in her purse hands it to him and is like can i return it now and he goes I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great line. So I liked it, but I also like wasn't in the mood for like a comedy. Yeah. Like I thought I was gonna be watching Scary ones. Scary. Yeah. And it like I was very confused. Yes, it was a hundred percent. This one was in English as well. Yeah. Um a lot of these weren't in English. Because again, these are international shorts from all mm -hmm. over the place. But this one was this one was in English. Um I don't know. I I actually got a kick out of this one. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was all right. Uh <laughs> That's the most glaring review you're going to hear. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Um, the next one uh, is uh, the most confusing nonsense. one. Is it called Third Aurora? Is it called Thor is Third Aurora? Is it called Aurora? Third or Aurora? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Is it called Third Aurora? I don't know the answer to that question. Is it only because it's the third short? Yes, I and don't then know. It's called, I don't know. You're, so you're asking me questions I don't know the answer I to. I don't know what Jush is. Ju yeah, he's the North some sort Korea. of god. It's like the North Korea. I don't know. It was very. It, it all was way over my head. Yes, yeah, so I, I way think. Over my head. I don't think it made a lot of sense. And but I'm yeah. not a dumb person. Yeah, generally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's but, it was confusing to yeah. say the least. Um, so the the item that they kind of focus in on is this kind of little like 
obelisk kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, and it comes up and it just says third. But then this is the third movie. So is it called the third or not? But then on a big kind of title screen thing, it says Aurora. But that, I think, is the name of the planet they were on. So it's in space, right? So this is a very like futuristic, dystopian, sci-fi type of feel to it. See, I was under the impression that those things were floating above Earth and that Earth had become like toxic and couldn't. I don't know. Maybe. Mm, I guess yeah, that's it, what yeah. I thought at first. But then they say Aurora. Yeah. The planet's called Aurora and it's the year like 23 something. Yeah. It's like 300 years from now. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're, it's, it's, um, uh, I don't know what language it's in. I'm going to say it was in Korean because I think that's, sure, I think yeah. that's what it was, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but in any case, they do this whole, um, uh, kind of what you ha there's no lines really the only dialogue is like this basically like this computer speaking mm -hmm. kind of thing um and it explains that like it seems like some humans have come to this planet and are extracting resources from this other planet in some forceful way like they're trying to act like they're there's like an announcement that's like, we're going to start extracting, you know, stuff and then we'll be gone and then we'll leave behind uh, like these bodies that will, you know, help your plants grow or whatever. Help it be more fruitful yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's very it's vague. Weird. The whole thing's very vague. But then what how I took it was this planet kind of like was fighting back against like the the humans who are kind of like these parasites that are growing around the galaxy sucking up resources because the planet released some sort of seeds and they explain that um the like pores or whatever of the ship that were sucking up the i guess the oxygen or something i don't know were getting clogged up with these seeds that the that the the planet was releasing and it was like fucking up the whole extraction process and then they closed the pores um, because they said, like, the, the ship was then being contaminated. But then someone, and I don't know if it was the one woman on the screen, like, overrides it to open the pores back up. So all the, like, seeds or, like, flora and fauna from this, you know, fictional that, planet. Like, sparkly dust. Yeah, stuff. comes in and, like, infects the ship and kills kills them so i feel like she was kind of like a what we're doing is wrong uh we need to like i'm gonna i'm gonna put an end to this and let this like and, and like sacrifice myself boy i did not get any of that i <laughs> well the ship gets contaminated i know the yeah, ship yeah, yeah, yeah. gets contaminated they all die or both of them die but are they the bodies that they leave behind that's what i'm saying was that by design yeah is that but something? something went wrong yeah because i mean very clearly something yeah. was wrong yeah, but then at the end, there's also this, like, there's some sort of, like, religious, like, humans, the humans that have come there, and they don't necessarily say they're humans, that's just what you kind of take from it. There is a religious aspect to it that, like you said, it looks like one of those, like, North Korean, like, propaganda paintings of, like, Kim Jong-il, mm -hmm. but instead, or whoever his dad was, Kim jong whatever the other guy is. Kim Jong-un. No, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-il was the dad. Yeah, but who was Kim Jong-il's dad? He was the guy who was he, like... They said Kim Jong-suk at some point, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. They made it seem like this was a North Korean... I'm not guy. a history teacher. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, there there was some sort... And it was like, what was the name of the thing? You said it once already. Kim Jong-suk? No, 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 no. Oh. Whatever like the, the, the god thing was. 
I said it? Yeah, right when we started this. You were like, what did this mean? Oh, Jush. Yeah, Jush. It was or like Jushi or whatever. Jushi. And that, yeah. that seemed to be like their god or something. Yeah, or maybe it's leader. It's some type of ideology. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm not really sure. Um, so, uh, in any case, it was confusing at best. It was certainly the most ambitious. Yeah. But, but it didn't work. Uh, it didn't translate for me. Literally. No, it didn't work. Literally all. and figuratively. Yeah, it I didn't, did not it, understand it, it. It did not work. It did not work. Um, this next one seemed like a really so we're at number four. This one seemed like a really good idea, but in execution didn't really play out. So this one was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. When the tables turned and you figured out that the guy threw them under the bus. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did they all start singing? I don't that know. That is what I can't That's understand. That's the best part. All right, let me explain first. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so this one, they zoom in on a gun, like a like a like an assault rifle, and it's called Christmas on Fire. This one, um, and immediately you see like a bunch of like dead Santa Clauses like all over the ground, like people dressed as Santa Claus, right? And then the the whole thing here is they're trying to do like a um, like a mixed up timeline type of thing yeah, where they show like the end and then they go backwards. Yeah. They're trying to be very clever about it. It's um, too short of a movie to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it was very ambitious. The but they they cut to this like Burger King kids club of criminals <laughs> <laughs> preparing for a heist. And they talk and they're doing a very Reservoir Dogs type of thing where they're like, oh, I'm Mr. You're Mr. Black. You're Mr. Yellow. And of course, they're like the guy who's in charge is assigning people all these based on like their race and nationality and they are telling him like you understand that this is racist and he's like i know it's not racist i'm mr handsome because i'm handsome you're mr black because you're black like he's it's just hundred percent yeah, yeah yeah the idea is of course it's racist but like mr. The, yellow mr brown yeah like, yeah he's on. doing all this stuff but it's like they're all like like i said the the but also the 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 asian person was wearing yellow yeah yeah it's almost a power rangers type of thing but the yeah. black person was wearing blue yeah so like it could have been what they were wearing except for the black person and then you're like oh no this guy's just racist. yeah he was clearly like being racist <laughs> yeah. about what he was calling them yeah. um and then you go to this this christmas party of all these drunk people carrying on like an office christmas party and then you realize it's the 911 dispatch center yeah that was bullshit yeah and that they're was so insane they're all blacked out hammered drunk carrying on um and they're not prepared when this clerk from a jewelry store calls them um, and they, they answer it like, hey, Merry Christmas. This is 911 Dispatch. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the most bizarre thing. Um, but I am kind of jealous of that Christmas party, though. I've never had a work Christmas party like that. No. You always see those on TV. Yeah, that like in Scrooged and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, the, the, they are like, um, it, like I said, it's this mixed up timeline. So then they go to like all of the, the criminals and they're all dressed as Santas. And they're all jammed in one car, like a little clown car. And they decide they're going to run out and rob this, you, you think they're gonna rob this jewelry store. They go in, and the main guy, best line, ho, 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 give me all your dough. It's a great line, <laughs> it's a great line. Um, and now you see that the clerk was in on it. So the clerk, so then they zoom back, and again, the timeline thing, they're bouncing around like crazy, so it's very non-linear. And they have the clerk, and he is talking to the main Santa, uh, going like, okay, how are we gonna do this? Basically like, I'm going to let you in. And then the whole idea is they're going to steal all these jewels and then he's going to get a percentage. Yeah, I was really confused at first before they flashed back because the door had the close sign on it and they just opened it. He just let them in. in. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, you now you know that the clerk was in on it, but then the clerk double crosses them. The clerk has an assault rifle 
and starts blasting at them, just shooting out the door at them, stuff like that. Not blasting at them. I know. Wait, we, this was very confusing. Okay. Blasting at the glass cases so at, that he could get the stuff out. Right. But then he apparently also shoots them. I th- See, I took it as the um, the police shot them. Yeah. And he just shot the cases and got the jewels. Yeah, I guess so. But then this all happened again. The timeline's messed up. So like we get it. That's it's it's kind of, you know, it's it's the timeline's unreliable. But um, the owner comes out and like a Bond villain explains out loud his plot. Yeah. He was like, I'm not the clerk. I'm the owner. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> Mr. McAllister, the father. the father. But he uh, uh, he explains that he um, he is going to get money from insurance and he gets to keep the jewels so he's stealing his own jewels and and pinning it on the santa cops as if a jewelry santa store cooks. as if a jewelry store doesn't have cameras yeah that's what i'm saying like what yeah how are you not going to see this yeah. whole thing go down and but, as if the police officer that's standing right there didn't hear everything he just said right or didn't see you walk out with a <laughs> with fucking a assault rifle yeah and with it. a bag of jewels um so uh you know he he I don't understand this. He comes out. There's a cop and the cop points the gun at him and he's kind of like, oh, I'm caught now. But he called the cops. Yeah. So anyway, I I don't understand. Definitely something got lost in the editing there. And the cop goes, don't make me shoot a brother on Christmas. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay. And then the cops, the cop, first of all, then the dying Santa and the dying cops on the ground. And then ultimately, the the jewelry store guy Everyone. all starts singing "Silent Night." <laughs> Kate, you can't see I, her. She's just shaking her head from side I'm, to side. I was so confused. <laughs> like, I don't. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. It's not scary, sad. It doesn't not, evoke any emotion except for pure confusion yeah. for me. Like, there's no. There's nothing like thought provoking about I it. I think it's, I'll, I'll tell you again, I'm going to give them too much credit here, but I think that this is what they were trying to do. Now, this one was in English as well. So this one was a little easier for us to gain some context from, but not really. But so I, I kind of took it as like in that moment, all these people are dying. There's this face off. There's all this bad stuff happening on Christmas. And now you're in like, it's not a, it's not a parallel universe or anything like that, but it's like a very symbolic thing of like this is how things could be but instead humans treat each other this way on christmas Hmm. like i thought it was that kind of message of like these greedy fuckers this greedy fucker these violent people all this stuff is happening i think it was somebody who wrote a short film and didn't know how to end it so everybody just breaks out in song i think i I get the feeling something got lost in the editing of this like Maybe. maybe it was twice as long i don't know it, it was a good concept also rotary phones don't work anymore i didn't even notice there was a rotary yeah phone. he called the police using a rotary phone like a full-on <laughs> do the whole dial thing yeah that's what you take exception to yes <laughs> damn it <laughs> all right let's 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 get into this so so number five um the item they go in on is called uh it's a gas mask and um what is the name of this one? Did you write it down? Villain, villain Seacoast? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I didn't take the time or care I enough to either. look up I what can, it is. I can look it up. Mine, mine, um, my autocorrect really screwed me on that one of my notes here. Um, but I'll tell you what happens. This one was my favorite, I think. 
I like this one too. It's very silly. It's very surreal, but it's very interesting. Yeah, they got like progressively sillier. Yeah, yeah. This was my favorite one. Um, So you start out, there's a kid in a bed, presumably at home, but he's hooked up to like um, some sort of like heart monitor and he's got like IV bags and he's clearly like suffering some sort of like medical issue and he flatlines and the family is there they're all crying the doctor's just creepily staring at them it starts doing the whole like you know flatline classic you know er sound you know what i mean kind of thing and so um there is a children's choir uh we're getting overrun by dogs now yeah, they're all they're in called and it came into the room hi guys um so Lay the down. the uh uh the children's choir is singing and the children's choir stops singing, and then you hear the kid dying. They're all wailing, freaking out. And then the children's choir starts singing again, and then the kid's heart starts again. So the heart monitor kicks back on. And then they stop singing. The kid flatlines again. So you start to realize that. Um, so the mother goes downstairs, brings up the children's choir who were like caroling outside the the whatever building they're in. So real quick, if I'm not mistaken, and again, I didn't care enough to go back and rewind and watch again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that first whole part is one shot, which is kind of cool. What is that? I didn't even notice. From them in the room, they follow her down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. They collect the kids and they follow her back upstairs. I'm pretty sure that was all one shot, which I thought was kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. I could be wrong, though. No, no, no. That sounds right. Uh, but I, I didn't notice. But that does sound I right. I didn't notice it cut away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she comes back upstairs, brings the carolers, the children's choir, into the room, and they sing, and he stays alive. Now, he's unconscious. He appears to be in a coma or something. Right. But he is staying alive as long as they're singing. So you start to see, like, time passing. And the, ki- the, the choir is still singing. So, like, hours pass days pass months pass years pass <laughs> and he gets married at some point yeah like, it's why? when he who gets married, married? Who yeah married a guy in a everyone's aging so oh, so by the way they they try the radio to see if that'll keep him alive it's just music no it has to be this choir singing mm-hmm. for whatever they try reason the tv yeah yeah um so fast forward to things kind of not just people aging and things changing but like the world kind of devolving as time passes. the choir grows up um the coma kid becomes an adult there's all this like insanity and like apocalyptic scenarios playing out it's just getting darker and darker like in the same room with the same like cast of people um and uh but the choir just kind of presses on for all these years people just start seizing on the floor yeah yeah there's some sort of like chemical warfare happening there's like a nuclear fallout i took it as that's where the gas mask comes right all the stuff's happening People are dying. Um, eventually, there's one person left in the choir who has a gas mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest are dead. Like, the room has changed so much over the years and stuff. And then... Yeah, did you notice it went from a chandelier light to two, like, fluorescent lights? No, I didn't even... Yeah, yeah there was just a lot yeah. to look at in the room. It yeah. was very visually I striking. Like, I like that, yeah. yeah. And then there's one singer left. The rest are dead. The boy, who's an old man now with a white beard... Uh, wakes up out of his coma and just stabs the last singer. Well, here's my... So, first of all, the villa, villain Sinko, whatever. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm terrible with languages. Yeah. Um, but it is a common poetic and musical form of the Iberian Peninsula and Latin America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention it's this is all in like Spanish. The, yeah, it's kind of like the uh, musical form, whatever. Gotcha. Um. You know, me being a healthcare professional, mm. I don't understand how he rips out all of his stuff. 
But then his monitor still flatlines at the yeah. end. Like, you're not even connected to it anymore. <laughs> you know, that of everything is yeah. the most unbelievable. That was movie. the thing that bothered you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this was definitely, I thought, the pretty ambitious, very unique story. And definitely have never seen a short quite like that one. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it was like so unbelievable. You love this movie. That I liked it. No. You love the whole thing. No, let me be very clear. <laughs> I did not. We're turning we're turning you, turning mm. you to it slowly. Um <clears throat> I took it as he was alive, but he was like he was unconscious, like he couldn't move, but he was like conscious physically to the point where he could hear the choir for all these years and it drove him crazy. And finally when he regained consciousness, he just needed the music to stop. Yeah. And that's how he that's why he killed the last person. That's how I took it. I mean, yeah, that makes just as much sense. So it was as like this whole else. like kind of thing of it's like cruel and selfish to keep a person like alive that's in that state. Boy, you are really given these a lot of like I, existential you don't think that's meanings. what they were going after I, so now that you say that sure but like i just thought it was a stupid short that was like five <laughs> minutes long and it was entertaining yeah um i'm sorry to the directors of these and the writers because i didn't get any of this stuff out of well let's be honest this was a chore for you <laughs> yes <laughs> um all right so the next one we're on the six it's a it's like a a bucket of sorts mm -hmm. is the item, yeah. Um, but with like handles on the side, almost like a little tiny laundry basket. But it's a bucket, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's called Joy to the Girls. So this one's pretty straightforward, uh, but it was fine. It was a little predictable. Yeah. It, all I have written down is gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it wasn't that gross. It could have been way grosser. I mean, it could have been. I was also very disappointed. Like you kind of thought you might see some boobs here. Yeah. And you, there was just nothing. Yeah, there was. You just no didn't boobs. see anything. It was like they just were dancing really weird. Yeah, yeah. And then they killed him. Okay, cool. And then they drank his blood. <laughs> All right. Let me explain. The thing. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. The truly yeah. is kicking in. Yeah. So they go. Um, they start with this invitation. It's like this very fancy invitation to a Christmas party. Um, this very like handsome dude in a suit shows up and there's these three like very beautiful young women also dressed kind of dressed for like a cocktail party, I would say. Yeah. Um, and uh, and no one speaks. They just play. They just play music on a cassette, oddly enough. Um, and then they give him uh, a glass of wine and they start circling him and doing, again, being this very like flirtatious, seductive dance. Um, he chugs the wine, they immediately give him more. They're like encouraging him to drink. And then he gets woozy and passes out. He wakes up bound, um, you know, his arms behind his back on his knees with tape in his mouth. Um, and his head is over said bucket. Um, and he's screaming and they all kind of simultaneously stab him in like the upper chest slash throat yeah, it area. Yeah, a very weird place to stab. You would think they would slash his throat. That's what they, ch yeah. But, but they it was a ceremonial they thing. They stabbed him. Yeah, they definitely stabbed him. Yeah, it's very But strange. they tried to do it. You could clearly tell it was some sort of ceremonial thing. Sure. Because um, they all had the same knife and they all stabbed him simultaneously. But they do every hour on the hour apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then... Um, they they stab him the and then the bucket is used to like collect the blood that's like squirting out of him, and then this other again another young kind of handsome man that looks very very similar to the other guy but with like a beard comes in, um, and he's been presumably invited in a very same way. He walks in on the women all just drinking the blood from the bucket, and he's of course very shocked. And one of the women says, "You're a half hour early." Yeah, and then that's it. 
I like that ending. Yeah, it was all right. That was fine. the whole thing was very predictable. You knew you knew there was some sort of like you knew it had something to do with the wine. Was ritualist, yeah, ritualistic some, yeah. thing. Like you knew what was going to happen, but the line at the end definitely yeah. saved it because um, it was very like delivered, very dead. I like how clean they were about it too. Like they had like plastic all over the carpet. <laughs> But you, you like their attention to, to cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah, sanitation. They're very, very... Food safety. Yeah, they're very, you know, considerate of the of the staff at that right. hotel. Um, all right, two more. So seven. Um, I, what was this called? I don't fucking know. Um, I don't I wrote think down, it was called anything. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I just didn't write down what the other thing was. So here. So first of all, the item you see are like shackles. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, like, like, like leg iron kind of shackles. I think it was around his neck. Oh, yeah, might have been. But yeah. it was some sort of shackles. Yeah. Um, and it was called The Hunchback of Something. And I couldn't read the font, and then I went back, and I still kind of couldn't read it. But then I, and then I was like, ah, fuck it. Kate will write down the, the I title. Didn't. I didn't. I, could, I, I couldn't either. No, I that's all right. It was called The Hunchback of Something. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's meant to look, the, the way it's the way it's um, edited, like the effects they put in, they're, they're trying to make it look like a very early black and white silent film. Mm-hmm. So they do like the, the dialogue cards, and it's like very, you know, pops and hisses type of, you know, effect over top of it. Like it's really old, you know, silent film stock kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you're in this medieval setting with these knights and all this like royalty and like clergy and all this stuff. And they're pulling this. So there's this hunchback. He very much looks like Quasimodo kind of thing, but like with prosthetics from Spirit Halloween. Prosthetic, the prosthetics were so bad. <laughs> they were really, really bad. The nose was legit falling off at one You could point. tell, even in black and white, that it was a completely different color than yes. his skin. And from the side, there was one shot where it was literally like Hanging lifted off. off of his nose. Yeah, it was bad. And then the, at one point, the woman, the one woman like taps his nose and it just like bends. <laughs> So it's clearly a rubber prosthetic from from yeah, spirit. It's uh, terrible, and like the eye is like yeah, really like, fake looking. Like three inches further <laughs> than the other eye from his. It's just so bad. It's a bad. It's bad. It's bad practical effects for sure. Um, but uh, they're they're kind of uh, um, uh, preparing this hunchback. They pull him out of the dungeon and they're like preparing him for execution. Like they're going to burn him at the stake, kind of thing. And he's been accused of murdering these what you would assume to be like some sort of like upper crust couple kind of thing um and uh, they're called the harringtons and he pleads his innocence um they beat him up they prepare him to to uh kind of burn him and all the onlookers are cheering and all this stuff and all of a sudden this fancy boy rolls up on it on a on a on a on a horse and he comes and he says he's been pardoned by the king this is the christmas pardon and then they're all like, oh, okay, wonderful. And Christmas then everybody time. loves him. Yeah, and then they're all nice to him now. They get him drunk. They give him a bunch of booze. They give him gifts. He's like part of their whole celebration. Um, and it goes on for a while. And then you just learn that was all like his last it's minute really sad. fantasy. Yeah, it makes and, it so sad. Uh, the hunchback's last minute fantasy. And then he's actually being burned. Yeah. So pretty cool. It's like literally burning alive while he's fantasizing about this. And it made me really sad because you know he's never been a part of society. Yeah. And he probably didn't kill anybody. Probably not. He was. He, you get the feeling he was a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, he was a scapegoat. They kept calling him monster. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so I liked this one because the prosthetics were so bad. They were so corny. And I think that was a little bit... This was one of those movies, again, I might be giving it too much credit, but it's one of those ones where like they made the really low budget kind of play to their advantage because it was so silly that when the emotional gut punch happened, it was a huge juxtaposition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're like, 
this is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, oh, now they're getting him drunk. They were going to burn him a second ago. They're getting him drunk. And they're like, oh, no, 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 they're not. They're still going to kill him. Yeah. And he's poor, just dreaming. Yeah, and poor him. Yeah. So it is. it was a little bit. It was. An, I thought there was an emotional strike to it. It made me sad. Yeah. It made me sad. <laughs> the best thing you could say about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was effective in in, in in relative to some of this other stuff here. But okay, like last the next one. <laughs> the last one. So they have uh Just so this fuck it. So like the, I, <laughs> the first thing, so they zoom in, the item is like a specimen jar, right? This is what Meg would call a wet specimen, which <laughs> I learned about recently, which was talking about medical oddities. Um and uh, and it's called family matter or family matters. Oh, it's straight up Family Matters. Family Matters. Um, and I was like, okay, weird. So then there's this like kind of very young, young, you know, not young, 20-something man and woman in a car. Um, this is, I don't know. I didn't recognize the language. I'm going to guess it's like Eastern European or something like that. Um, I don't know what language they were speaking. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, they're in the car. Uh, the man seems very distressed and you don't know at first is like his girlfriend, his sister. Uh, you get I, the idea. I wrote down brother, sister, and then I scratched it out. Yeah, yeah. I, it, because they say something about like mom dad, and dad, mom are, and dad waiting. are waiting. Yep. So I was like, oh, so they have the same mom and dad? Right. No, no, they don't. It just kind of got lost in translation. Yeah. They were a couple, a romantic couple. Like um, her mom and dad were waiting. Her mom yeah. and dad are waiting, correct. Um, so he seems um, to be kind of the one that's like, being brought into something he's uncertain of a little bit like he doesn't know what's going to expect you know what to expect he's kind of stressed out so uh they go in they introduce him and her dad is kind of like very stern guy gives him like this very weird heartfelt handshake and like like he's about to do something very important or something i don't know um and then uh he gets the first present so it's a christmas you know gathering there's just a small group of people maybe there's like the mom the dad there's them two and there's are there two other people or was there just one other guy it's just i think i took that as her brother yeah okay so yeah. it's just one other guy um and uh, he's he gets the first present the boyfriend who's being introduced gets the first present he opens it up it's just a red magic marker and uh, the dad says, you know what you have to do. He agrees. The The man, his name's Mark, by the way. So I have a problem with this because, okay. you know, you th you think or you said that he like wasn't really sure what he was getting into. No, I think he was. I just think he was like nervous about something he was unsure of kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he knew what was going to happen. Right. He's well, a willing like, participant. Yeah. Yeah. Like why? And if he was willing, why was he so scared? Because well okay well so let's let's explain what happens first and then we'll discuss that. Um, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> so he goes, you know what you have to do. The Mark agrees. He takes his shirt off, and then the other, the brother, like draws on his belly. He kneels down. Yeah, I thought he was gonna blow up. Like you really thought he was gonna start sucking his dick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought yeah. too. But he doesn't. He draws a like series of little dashes like below. His or right above his navel, yeah. but like it's almost like, hey, it's here's stomach, yeah, yeah, it's like an ins, like it almost makes it look like here's where you're gonna have a surgery or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, and uh, uh, then the woman gives him a box, like this very like ornamental kind of box, and then the dad says, he opens it up, it's a knife, and he says like this knife has been passed down through generations, and then the mom says like, yeah, and his father's father and whatever, so he kind of does this like harikari type of like stabs himself in the gut like opens his stomach up 
and then this weird black octopus thing comes out of the dad and into him. Yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah, why didn't the dad ever have to cut? I don't know. Um, Because he already did. He already has a portal inside his body or whatever. I don't know. Um, It's very vague. And then there's this kind of weird dream sequence of the whole family having this like weird slimy octopus orgy. Are they all boning? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Uh, so weird. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of of the shunting scene from Society. Uh, which I don't know if you've seen yeah, Society. I watched Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you. Um, yeah. <laughs> again, Kate's face. Yeah. Listen, that's an appropriate reaction to Society. It's, yeah. Um, it, but it's very akin to to the to that. It's scene. the one where they all like get attached to each other. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> um, I'm judging it. From... So this is kind of what's happening here, and then Mark's girlfriend seems like very happy by all this. It's definitely this type of like planned ritual, and then they are sitting around the dinner table and they like toast to the new couple and they tell Mark, welcome to the family. And then this like squiddy little tentacle thing like crawls across his eye ball. Yeah. So it's in him now, right? Whatever this alien yeah, clearly. shit is in him yeah. now. Um, and then here's what I wanted desperately to happen, Kate, and it didn't. I wanted them to pull out from the house like towards the street and you see the mailbox and their name's Winslow. <laughs> How great would that have been? I wish the dad's name was Carl. Yeah. Or like, or I wanted it to be after, like, they do the whole weird shunting <laughs> thing. They Did just I go- do that? <laughs> exactly. And then the dad just goes, Did I do that? That would have been so great. Um, but alas, that did not happen. Um, so, and that's it. That's our eight. What'd you think? They were great. Yeah. Everything was great. I'm really happy that this happened. Yeah. Um, so if you had to pick, what was your favorite? So. I think mine was. The the um, Villa Seco's. Yeah, the one with the gas mine. mask. Yeah, yeah. With the kid in the coma. And I, and yeah, I thought that was like a unique one. It was not terribly acted. It obviously made no sense, but none of these did. Yeah. So I think I really liked All Sales Are Fatal too. I hated that one. I really I hated liked... it so much. <laughs> I would have. It would have been better if she didn't find the receipt at the end, and they no, just showed them both dead. No, that was the best dead. part. When he goes, least, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, that was the killer I mean, that was, line. That was, I mean, it was funny, but like, that's not why I'm watching these. I don't want them to be funny. I it's like weird. when some of them are funny, because I like when you don't know what, so I watch a lot more horror movies than you, you know, obviously. So like, I, like, we watch a lot together, though, and I often know what's going to happen just because I've seen so many. Yeah, like any, formula like diehard horror yeah. movie fan, like, you can guess a lot of stuff. So my favorite thing is when it's unpredictable. Yeah. And I like these types of things because it's like, you don't know whether it's going to be scary, super dark, or funny. Yeah. And you find out as you go. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. I like I'm knowing very jaded. what I'm watching. I know. Yeah. You don't like, you don't like um, uh, uh, ambiguity either. No. 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 Yeah, we were just having this conversation. Give last it to night. me on a silver platter. <laughs> I want to know what the plot is. I want to know what the ending is. Yeah. I like the predictability. It's why I like Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. Well, and also because we can sit there and drink and look at our phones and 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 you don't feel like you missed anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's a time and a place, but listen, damn it, Christmas time is about um, weird uh, alien squid sex. Yeah. That for me. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. Um, all right. So 
we have completed our Kate has has done her time. She has completed <laughs> her 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 duties uh, as a guest of the podcast and watched this piece of shit. I was really bummed because I saw Barbara Crampton was in this, and uh, she wasn't I in ours. Uh, no, she wasn't in ours. And Are you I'm gonna watch the rest. I'm gonna watch it just for Barbara Crampton. I'll watch anything with Barbara Crampton. She's 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 she is my my. We don't have the the weird creepy. Uh, you know, you know how couples have the like. Oh, what would be your one, you know, person that if you met like celebrity yeah. that you would? We've ne- we've never really. Mine's had- John Krasinski. I know yours is John Krasinski. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, I've never really had one, but boy, Barbara Crampton would be up there for me. She's definitely <laughs> would up there. Love to have weird squid sex with Barbara with Barbara Crampton. Crampton? Yeah. Fuck yes! Yeah. Oh my god, I'm right. so hard. Um, good, so good to know. Good to know. So, in any case, uh, that is the first eight films in December. In the coming weeks, I think next week is going to be Meg. Stay tuned because it's going to be a blast. And then Steve is going to have another really fun guest on to talk about the uh, the final eight movies here. And then, uh, believe it or not, we'll be back in January. Um, we're actually going to do reminder. Um, January, the, the, I'm sorry, the first Monday in January is actually the 3rd of January. We are going to hold our, uh, sh- our showdown episode to the 10th of January, just because again, we're all, you know, doing stuff and busy around the holidays and all that sort of thing. So you get one more mini sewed. Um, and you know what that means? Your boy gets to hold on to the goddamn strap for another month. Guys, actually, take this back. Actually, out of Steve, my house, it's please. not even here. Steve has it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah fucking Steve. He never brought it back. No, he never brought Good. it back. You can keep it. He's there just fucking ca- caressing it right now. Mm-hmm. Like like doing the old like and wiping yeah. it down yeah. and fucking carrying it. He's probably at a brew right now with it over his shoulder. <laughs> fucking bastard. Um, all right. So in any case, uh, this is a lot of fun. St- Steve, um, bring my belt back to my fucking house. Kate, uh, you don't appreciate good cinema. You're never allowed on the podcast again. Okay, fuck you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> as if as if that was a, a punishment of some sort um but this was this was actually a lot of fun so excited um to uh to to hear meg and steve do their solo episodes as well um once again if you haven't already please follow us over at the um uh, at the social medias. Um, I'm not going to list them all again because I'm definitely going to fuck them up. But also, hey, other exciting news. I still have some stickers left. So if anyone who writes a review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts, I've already sent out a bunch. I probably sent out 70 stickers. We're single-handedly keeping USPS. Yeah, I've sent out a lot of stickers because people were very nice about this and, and ask for them and or review them. And you know what? Even if you don't uh, uh, have app, use Apple products uh, and you want to just has, you know shoot me a DM, I'll send you some damn stickers. But also, I learned today that Spotify is now allowing people... There's a new function on Spotify where you can rate podcasts. Oh, nice. So rate us five stars. And if there's a review function, I haven't checked it out yet. Write us a review. And then, you know screen grab it send it to me or whatever you don't have to screen grab it just send me a message i'll believe you and i'll send you some damn stickers because that's you know what it is the season of giving boys and ghouls um but uh with that being said for the halloween is forever crew i'm brian i'm kate yeah you are we'll see you next time bye bye, bye. bye.